welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. So hallelujah, we're going to share a short word today, but we're going to carry on with um, what we're talking about, the person of Jesus. Amen. Jesus, so wonderful. And, and just that glory that we experience in worship today, it's just awesome. Amen. His presence. So let's, let's pray together. God, we just thank you and we praise you. We thank you for this word. We thank you, Lord, for your word. It is life to us, Lord. And Jesus, you are the word. Hallelujah. And as we open this word today, God, I thank you that you would just reveal it to us more and more and more. In Jesus' name, amen. So um, this is our third week we've been talking about the person of Jesus. Um, Two weeks ago when I was ministering here, we talked about like in Bible times that Jesus was misunderstood by many people. They were wondering, who is this Jesus? And to the world, Jesus still remains a mystery because you can only really understand the person of Jesus when he's inside of you by his spirit and he was revealed to you. And we looked at many times that Jesus was asked for his ID. You know, who are you? Where did you come from? How are you operating in that authority? The crowds asked about him. The chief religious leaders asked about him. Pilate, the governor, asked about him, saying, are you king of the Jews? And many, many people wanted to know who Jesus was. And still today, people want to know who Jesus is. And they're going to be asking you, and they're going to ask me who Jesus is. And we looked at the scripture in Matthew chapter 16. It's starting in verse 13, where the Father revealed to Peter who Jesus was. It says, when Peter came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I am? The Son of Man. Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And so they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And just like Peter received that revelation of Jesus, that's what we receive more and more. Who's hungry for that? More and more of a revelation of who Jesus really is. Uh, So, you know, what we think and believe about Jesus is so important. It will determine a person's destiny, whether eternally they're with him or eternally they're separated from him. Or it will determine how a person thinks, is Jesus a healer still? Is Jesus a deliverer? Does Jesus give freedom? What we think about Jesus is crucial. Hebrews 13 and verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, Christ didn't begin his life in Bethlehem. He existed before time. He existed before the stars, before the mountains, before all of creation. We know in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning, before time, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You see, Jesus is the express image of the Father. Verse 3 of that same chapter says, All things were made by him, 
and without him was not anything that was made. So Jesus Christ, he helped create the earth. He was with the Father, helping create the earth. He existed long before the earth was formed. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1 to 2 says, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. So Jesus was there at the beginning, a creation. He already lived. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 10 says, You, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Jesus lived long before Abraham. John chapter 8, verse 50, it says, Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. We've heard the I am name of God before, haven't we? Before Abraham was, I am. See, with Jesus, there's no future, there's no past. Remember Moses was told to tell the Egyptians when he inquired at the, the burning bush, he says, you know, you sent me into Egypt, but who will I say has sent me? And God says, tell them I am sent you. I am. I am means the mighty present. The mighty present. In the Hebrew, the verb means to be or to exist. I am. I am present. So Jesus is forever the same, the same yesterday, the same today, the same forever. Amen? So many scriptures talk about that Jesus lived before time. But what we celebrate at this time of year is Jesus stepped into time to be with us. He was outside of time, but he stepped into time to live as a man to experience, to feel what we experience, to, to be acquainted, the Bible says, with our grief, with our sorrow, with our pain, with our shame. John chapter 1, verse 14 in the Amplified says, and the word, Christ, became flesh and lived among us, and we actually saw his glory. Glory as belongs to the one and only begotten Son of the Father, the Son who is truly unique, the one the only one of his kind who is full of grace and truth, absolutely free from deception. He became a man. He came to earth. He stepped into time to be limited by time so that he could go to the cross for us. Everything the Father wanted to communicate to us was packaged in Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's important that we realize that Jesus had glory with the Father before he came to earth. He had that glory. He was clothed in that glory. He walked in that glory. And John chapter 17, verse 5 in the Passion, it says, So my Father, restore me back to the glory that we shared together when we were face to face before the universe was created. Restore back to me the glory that we shared. And John 6, verse 62 in the Passion, he was talking to his disciples. He says, what will you see when you see the Son of Man ascending into the realm from which he came? So, so many scriptures cover the fact that Jesus 
was their creation. Jesus was helping in creation. Jesus had his glory with the Father and he left it for us. He had that glory and he left the eternal glory. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5 to 7 says, And let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. And he took on him the form of a servant. This is the Jesus that we're celebrating. This is the Jesus that we're honoring today, tonight. This is the Jesus that we're singing carols about. This is the Jesus as we, as the kids um, depict the nativity. This is the Jesus. He came in the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of men. You don't walk through life alone. Jesus understands everything that you face, every single thing. You can imagine, you know, in heaven, the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, all consulting, all talking with one another. What are we going to do? How can we redeem man? When Adam and, and Eve fell, how can we redeem man? Jesus said, I'll go. I'll go and we'll have a pure woman of the seed of Abraham, of the seed of David. And the Holy Spirit's going to come and overshadow her. She'll conceive, she'll bring forth a child, and that person's Jesus. He'll become the Lamb of God to take away the sins of the world. So he came in the form of a servant. He could have been born anywhere. He chose Bethlehem, little Bethlehem. Micah, hundreds of years before, Micah the prophet prophesied, and we see that in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But thou, Bethlehem, though thou be little among the thousands of towns of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old and from everlasting. Praise the Lord. So the Son of God, he left his glory, the glory that he had with the Father. He chose that so that he could come and he could dwell with us and he could live as a man, that he could go to the cross for us and take our place. This is the Jesus that we lift up and we magnify. Jesus, the Son of God, became the Son of Man so he could understand us. Because of the incarnation of Jesus, no one can say, no one understands me. You know, when we're tempted, you don't know. No, nobody's ever done that, have they? You really don't know what it's like. Jesus knows. He understands. He knows. You know, we have the high priest, Jesus who can sympathize with our weaknesses. He's the total center of our life. He's the total center of my life. Is he the total center of your life? The total center. Hallelujah. So the unique position of Jesus Christ is that he, as God, 
became man. He was able to identify with mankind and still be God and still able to save mankind from that fallen state. He's supreme. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 says, through to 17, it says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Don't you just love him so much, church? Don't you just love Jesus so much? He is worthy of all of our worship. He is worthy. Let's quickly look at the relationship of Jesus that he had with his father. In Matthew, I'm reading the New Living Translation, Matthew chapter 11, verse 27 says, My father has entrusted everything to me. Full stop. You can just stop there. My father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the son except the father. And no one truly knows the Father except the Son. And to those to whom the Son deliberately chooses to reveal him. If you read in the Amplified, it says deliberately chooses to reveal the Father. Hallelujah. The Son chooses me. Jesus chooses me. Hallelujah. He chose me. 1 Peter 2 and verse 1 to 4 says, this is the Passion Translation. It says, So abandon every form of evil, deceit, hypocrisy, feelings of jealousy and slander, and in the same, same way that nursing infants cry for milk, you must intensely crave for the pure spiritual milk of God's word, for this milk will cause you to grow into maturity, fully nourished and strong for life. And we know the word of God is what causes us to grow up. The word is Jesus. As we read that word more and more, we have a revelation of who he is. Verse 3, it says, Especially now that you have had a taste of the goodness of Yahweh and have experienced his kindness. Who's experienced the Lord's kindness? His kindness. So then coming to him, Jesus, who is the living stone, Though he, speaking of Jesus, was rejected and discarded by men, but chosen by God, chosen by God, chosen by the Father, and is priceless in God's sight. You know, Jesus is the Father's choice. Jesus is God's choice. The Father chose him. He didn't choose the Father. The Father chose him. It's like what the word says when Jesus was speaking to his disciples. He told the disciples, you know, you thought you chose me. I choose you. John 15 verse 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit. I mean, that's awesome. So Father chose Jesus. Jesus chose you and me. Jesus chose you and me. 
That, that's just something. Throw her head back. Throw her shoulders back. I am chosen by God. Chosen by God. Chosen by Jesus and appointed that you should go and bear fruit. Hallelujah. That your fruit should remain and that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give to you. Your royalty today. Got that robe of righteousness on. Amen. Chosen by Jesus. Chosen and appointed by Jesus. And so when the enemy wants to come and the enemy wants to beat you down and the enemy wants to say you're no good and you can't do this and you can't do that and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that and all the stuff that he tries to talk to us about, we can say, who are you? I'm chosen by Jesus. Chosen and appointed by Jesus. Who are you? Go. Jesus' name, go. In Jesus' name, go. In Jesus' name, go. In Jesus' name, amen? And use that authority that we have in the name of Jesus. You don't have to scream at the top of your voice. If you know the authority you have in Jesus, you have to just say, get off in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Because it's not in you, it's in the authority of the name of Jesus that he has given you because he chose you and he appointed you to go. So it was a purposeful thing. He chose you. What? So you could look pretty? Just sit and look pretty? Why did he choose you? Why did he choose you? Why did he choose me? It was that we go and we bear fruit. Hallelujah. So we're believing... In these weeks as we teach in the person of Jesus Christ that Jesus becomes more and more real to us. What we've been looking at is the fact that that Jesus, in Bible times, everybody was inquiring about him. Everybody wanted to know who he was, what authority he functioned in, where he came from, where he was going to. He talked to his disciples all about that. And we've been looking at the scriptures that said that Jesus was already eternal, the same yesterday, today, and forever, that he was in, in eternity, and he had the glory with the Father. He was there at creation, creating the world, and yet he chose to come. He chose to step in and be limited at the time, be a man, so that he could go to the cross, so that he would be acquainted with all of our ways, all of our sin, all of our grief. And he could take that on himself. This is this Jesus who when he went to the cross and he died that death for us, rose again, triumphant forevermore. And he took the keys of death and hell and he stripped the enemy of everything. Hallelujah. And he has the victory. He is the victorious king. And he gave that victory to us. Amen that we can flow in, and that we can grow in. We can grow in the knowledge of him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we're finishing our service a little bit earlier today um, on purpose, but let's close our eyes and respond to this this morning, this word. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. If anybody is... (laughs) has not a relationship with Jesus this morning. 
If you've never invited the Lord into your heart, if you've never made him Lord of your life, I'm going to give you that opportunity this morning. And I would ask that we all repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe that you died in my behalf, that you, you went to the cross for me, that you took all of my sin, all of my shame, all of my pain, all of my sorrow, all my sickness, all my disease. You took it upon yourself so that I wouldn't have to suffer. And you rose again triumphantly. You're alive today. And I ask you to come into my heart. Live with me. I thank you for the promise for the eternal life forever with you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And Lord God, I just pray just once again for a revealing of Jesus to each one of us. A revealing of Jesus, Lord, to my heart. A revealing of Jesus, Lord God, to the elders of this house. A revealing of Jesus, Lord God, to the deacons, to all the department heads, the life group leaders, Lord. A revealing of Jesus to everyone, Lord God, here. A revealing of Jesus, Father God, to the youth. A revealing of Jesus to the, all of the children. A revealing of Jesus even to the babes of the house. I thank you. It's by the Holy Ghost. It's by the Spirit of Christ a revealing of Jesus at the glory, that we walk in that glory, that you have purpose for us to walk in more and more and more. So that we are the answer, Lord God, to this world. We are the answer, Father. Lord God, that we would see people around us being saved, come into Christ, Lord God, that that is what we would live for. When we wake up in the morning, it would be, who are we going to meet today? Who's going to get saved today? Who, where, what seed am I going to share? sow today? Am I going to reap a harvest? Let me reap a harvest today, Lord, that that would be so much in our heart, Lord, that we would rejoice, Father God, as people come, Lord God, as they're added in, Father God, into the kingdom, into this house, and they take up their call. They take up and surrender the gifts and the talents and the abilities that you've given to them for the kingdom, Lord. May that be what we live for, Lord. May it be, Father God. Wake us up, Lord Jesus. Wake us up, Father, that nothing is more important than having you first place in our life. Nothing is more important than the church function as a church, reaching people that are going to a lost eternity. So we thank you and we praise you, Lord, revealing yourself to us more and more and more. We bring the good news. We bring the news of Jesus heals today. You want, you want to be healed? You want Jesus to touch you? Let me pray for you. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps and blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.